No, no. Redo the clap. (laughs) (laughs) How was that clap? That was good. Billy Sports, love and pain. I'm Dave. I'm Kenny. Uh, it was pain. It, it didn't pain. take long. It didn't take long. <laughs> Kenny did it. Didn't nah, take long. We, we we knew this was coming. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, not against the Niners. I thought they had a pretty good chance of winning, but we're here. Oh, and man. I mean, I'm I'm a little more encouraged than you are. I think from based on our conversation. Not that you're not encouraged, but. Yeah, no, I, I feel better. I'm encouraged still. I'm still encouraged. I'm still not like bailing out on them, you know, like I'm not, but I'm also not, no, I'm nowhere near what I was last week. You know what I mean? Like, and, and you can say all you want, like, okay, it's the Falcons. Yeah, I can say that all I want, but still, <laughs> I'm still like kind of hopeful that it's like good and they're, they're actually good and it's not just the Falcons, but you know, I mean, now we have this, now we have this Niners game to look at and. You know, it makes me feel, man, I'm like, uh, that's why I, this episode is called Peaks and Valleys because literally Peaks and Valleys, man, like the whole game, like it was exciting. <sighs> it was boring. It was very boring at times. And, uh, you know, the last couple minutes in the fourth was exciting. So, I mean, you're right. It's Peaks and Valleys and, you know, let's dive right into it. So, so yeah, the first thing we're going to talk about, obviously, is the birds. Um, and we had, you know, man, we had a pretty good game going for, for a little while, at least at least as far as, like, a defensive struggle or, you know, it, it, if it was close, it felt like it was going to be, like, anybody's game, you know. Uh, and, then, and then the second quarter happened. And, uh Holy shit! The second quarter happened, yeah. and boy, did it happen! Um, the first things—I mean, the first things we're going to dig into is Hurts, man. We got to—we got to dig into Hurts a little bit first. Uh, you want me to give you the so take? hit it? All right. So he threw twenty-three times, uh, <laughs> completed twelve, hundred ninety yards, took two sacks, and uh, well, we had that ninety-one-yard bomb that—I mean—should have been a touchdown, but. I think the encouraging thing I saw again was 10 rushes, 82 yards. I mean, he's going to carry the, he's going to carry the weight in the rushing. And I guess that's a concern for us. I mean, we're going to get into that, you know, Miles Sanders situation, but um, yeah, I mean, awful, awful throwing game. Honestly. I mean, besides that 91 yard pass, there was nothing, you know, you know, you know what pisses me off about that? What pisses me off about the throwing game? And we kind of talked about it last week uh after the uh, in the week one show but like they they were all about game planning for Hertz to to get the ball out of his hands quick to make make quick decisions first or second read and it was successful and you can and you get the guy going right you, you get him you get him some confidence he has three touchdowns I mean again Atlanta I know like take everything I say with the green assault with Atlanta I get it but you got like the game plan worked, right? So you come into this game and last week Hertz didn't attempt one pass really beyond, I think it was like 23 yards or something, right? Okay. This week 
He's got one, two, three, four, five, six, six balls in the air beyond 25 yards. And most of them were heaves. Like most of them were heaves and not first reads. You know, they were like third reads, maybe. Um, The one that stands out to me, the one that stands out to me was uh, the one that was early. It was, it was a deep ball to Devante down the middle, kind of down the middle. It wasn't down the middle. It was like on the left side a little bit, but that ball was like, he had all day in the pocket. He could have scrambled. He had all day in the pocket and he like heaves it to Devante, like 53 yards down the field or whatever it was. And it was underthrown. It was like weird. Like everybody wanted DPI on it, but it was like, it was a bad ball. It was a bad ball. And I don't know. I don't know what, what was going on. That's, I just felt like there was a lot of weird, (laughs) a lot of weird situations that they put Hertz into because of the ways they, the way they were calling the plays. They didn't, they weren't, they weren't running bubble screens. They weren't, they weren't running like the quick, like, you know, quick screen to Rager or, you know, bubble screen to, to gain well. They weren't doing any of that kind of stuff until later. And then, you know, it was too late. But, well, it, it was, it was panic. It was panic. It, that's all it was, right? So you throw that ball to Smith. I mean, he almost catches it. That just, that shows you the, mm-hmm. you know, the talent within Smith. I mean, you could say good defense. I don't think it was DPI. I don't think it was close. No, I don't think so. Um, you know, and then the touch on what you're saying about Rager. I mean, he lost confidence. He ran a bad route. He ran out of bounds and took a touchdown off the board. I mean, you know, I'm sitting there watching the game with my uh, my father-in-law, soon to be, and my, and my brother-in-law, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, wow, like Rager finally showing up. And I'm like, oh, that's not on Rager. The corner squeezed him. The corner squeezed him. And then as I'm watching it on Twitter, and I'm like, ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. ah. And that's what I've been saying about Rager. It's just like it's it feels like it's laziness, right? You know, I just feel it's it's laziness. Like he's not he's not taking the next step that you need to be good. Like he's got speed, of course. He's got hands. I think he can catch. It's just is he is he in film? Is he is he doing what he needs to do? And so far, I mean, again, we've said this. Atlanta. All right. So after that week, I thought Atlanta was okay. You know, decent. You know what I mean. But they're not a good team. <laughs> so it's 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 okay to admit that now. They're um, not a good team. It's really they might win very clear. Games. Yeah, very clear. I mean, they hung with you know Tom Brady, but it was two. <laughs> Matt Ryan threw two pick six at the end of that game. That you know, <laughs> just insane to me. But, but yeah, the Rager. So the Rager play. You know, like. At first, listen. My first read was on on the radio because I was coming home and I was listening to the to the game on the radio, which I love, Merrill. So, so like listening to the game is not a big deal. Like I like it. Uh, So, like when I heard the call, I was like, "What the hell's going on?" Like they thought it was a touchdown, and then they then they're like, "Oh, he stepped out, but he got edged out by the corner." So I'm like, "All right, I'm giving I'm giving Rager like the benefit of the doubt, whatever." And then I get home. And, t- uh, you know, today I'm like watching the replay of the game and I'm like, holy shit, he ran himself out of bounds. He ran out of bounds. You have to know where that line is, dude. You you got to know. Yeah. And, and I mean, it goes back to what, what I've been saying probably since we drafted him. I just think he's lazy. I, I just I think he thought he had a chance and the chance wasn't there. And he he stepped out of bounds and. Can you reestablish yourself? I mean, you have to be able to, right? But how, right? Like, I don't know how you reestablish yourself 
and you know how yeah, that's in that's that play, a very, it's a very confusing rule they're like you can reestablish yourself by putting two feet down but then you can't be the first guy to touch the ball i'm like i don't understand like, well and then I, they call I, it's yeah. a foul it's not a foul they threw a yeah. flag that whole you know the nfl officials and college officials struggled on saturday and sunday we'll get into when that I, listen whenever later. the officials are on your breath that means that shit's bad you know what i yeah. mean like that's just, that's just how it goes, right? But Hertz Hertz struggled, dude. And I, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how much of it I can even put on him. Like, I, listen, I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not crushing Hertz, and I'm not like, you know, I'm not gonna fangirl him either. You know, like he struggled, dude. And yeah. um, I mean, his his completion percentage this week, I think, was like, uh, fifty two. I think it was fifty two percent. So you know, hey. Here come here we go. The naysayers can come back out of the of their fucking door out of their closet and be like, "Oh, but Hertz has a fifty two percent completion percentage against a good team." So, like, this is what we're gonna deal with. We're gonna deal with the people who hate Hertz and be called he's not accurate, whatever. Listen, that was a bad game plan. That was a bad game plan, and he and I think Sirianni got out coached this weekend. Oh, it wasn't. Wasn't even close. I mean, listen. I mean, you you can't have that. You can't have that drive, right? You can't go ninety what ninety one yards on a beautiful ball. Like no one's gonna kill him on that. Oh, so that's that. I'm dubbing this. This is the drive that took their souls. That's what this drive I mean, is called. Kenny's getting into it right now. The drive that took their souls. It it was painful. You can't you can't go down there. With a first and goal, literally what the second play of the series, you have four shots to get that in, and then you just—it's like he took the playbook and was like, ah, "You don't need this." <laughs> so, so I'm gonna—I gotta go through this because yeah, this drove go. me so insane that was I watched it, pass, it like pass, pass, pass. I watched it like 18 times, okay. and I'm like, "What?" I it like it made it like made my head explode. I was like, "This does not compute." It, it made no sense. So, so they get this bomb to Quez Watkins, which was a, an amazing play. Quez just flat out beats a guy, and I thought he was going to be gone. He got caught. Fine. So they get down the field, and what happens? Immediately, a false start on the entire left side of the offensive line. Yeah, the, the ref couldn't even. <laughs> the ref was like, uh, 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 uh False start on uh, the entire left side. <laughs> yeah. So they get down there and immediately they like, oh, what's that? You have wind in your sails. <laughs> they like rip it right out. Then they're like, okay, uh, let's throw a little uh, weak ass bubble screen to Gainwell and, you know, have him be covered by like eight guys and everyone's standing in the same area. And, and Jalen Hurts just like ducks it at him. Dave, Horrible. Dave, I understand that they like Gainwell out of the backfield. They, he's a pass catching back, right? But give the horse the ball and let the man eat the oats, please. Let what are we doing? What are we doing on that? Like, uh, you're okay. Listen, like at that point, you're on the 11 yard line. Okay. You're on the 11 yard line because you had the penalty. So they try to run that bubble to, to gain. Well, then, then the next play is, uh, this is when they get the DPI in the end zone because, uh, Smith had, uh, what's his name? Uh, Norman all twisted. 
He was all twisted up. Uh, just real quick before you keep going, yeah. Norman is done, and I loved, I loved it. I loved it on the first play. He was celebrating. They're like, dude, that's DPI. You, I know. What are you doing? You can't celebrate that. You, you, you jumped over his back. So, <laughs> if there was a positive, I appreciate, I appreciated the uh, Josh, Josh Norman terrible game. He, he, he looked like horrible. He really did. He needed help all day with a rookie wide receiver, which is awesome. But Good for us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, so they get the DPI. Now they get the ball on the one yard line. First and goal. So now you have possibly four more chances in within 11 yards of the goal line to score. Next play. They next play. They run a, a weird ass bootleg, like a weird ass bootleg play with no receivers in the anywhere except for one, which was hurt Ertz. And he's covered by four guys in the end zone. What, what is that play, dude? There's no options. What are they doing? It was a on the fucking one yard line. They run that bootleg. Are you joking me? Give the ball to Sanders, dude. Or how about we try a QB sneak? Well, they, they learned from that, right? Oh yeah, sure. They learned from it. It only took them two more fucking quarters when the game was over. Okay, so then the next play, they're like, all right, the bootleg was fucking shit. Maybe we should try to run the ball. So now they put now they put Sanders in and the I formation, which they never fucking use ever. And Trash I think they, formation. <laughs> they had uh what's his name? The uh what's his name? Uh in a tight end. I can't think. I'm blanking because I'm fucking wigged out right now. Is it Stoll? Stoll. They had Stoll in at, at fullback, and he blew. He like barely touches a guy on a block and Sanders get fucking blown up in the backfield. Okay, great, great. Now, now it's third down on the four. Now you're on the four yard line, right? And then, oh my God, dude, I just can't. I can't with this. I can't with this. Then they run the option. The option where Sanders is standing to Hertz left. Okay, he takes the ball and they fake the action around on Devonte. I think he was faking action around the uh, the sweep side. Then Hertz takes the ball and runs the option right with Sanders, but like next to him slash behind him, and he has no, he can't do anything. He doesn't have any. Like what in the world was that play designed? It was it was horrendous. I I need I need my quarterback who's going to run an option who who clearly can run the option. I need him to make a decision. At that point, right there, <laughs> I don't know if you watched that Alabama Florida game. Um, it, I saw some of it. Yeah. Okay, so the two point conversion, literally yeah, yeah. to tie the game up, the quarterback and the running back decide they're going to go for a little jog for two yards, and they get blown <laughs> up. It's like two guys can't run that ball. So, like, I I saw that and I immediately thought to myself, like, if you're going to run the option, you have to make that decision a little quicker. And it goes back to like, why was the QB sneak not? It wasn't even a thought. It just listen when you're first when that happens. When you're first and goal at the one, you got to try a quarterback duck, sneak. Duck it under. You got a good line, or I think, I or think, uh, give it to Gainwell or Sanders and have them jump the fuck over. Yeah. Well, at that, was Brooks hurt by this point? No, I don't think so. Uh, so made of glass was still in there. Okay, got it. I don't, All right, <laughs> made of glass. I, I can't wait to talk about this play. This play. <laughs> yeah. So then they come out. Then they come out and they're like, "Fuck it, we're not. We don't need points. We don't need points. We're gonna just go for it." Okay. 
Well, I'll, I'll argue here. I don't hate it. Uh, listen, I'm not against it. I'm I'm okay with them going for it. I'm just mad and, at them at this I point think, because they already got a fucking kick blocked. So they already left points on the board already. And that's my point. Like if they hit that kick, right? And and they take the lead on that kick and then they get it down there and they're gonna take they're gonna kick it if they got the points, right? On the other side. So I think mm. when they missed that kick, they were like, oh no. You know what I mean? They they were like, we ha- we have to do something where this fan base is gonna throw snowballs at us <laughs> in September. Yeah, exactly. But you know what I mean? I feel like I feel, I feel like Seriana yeah. like he he picked he he just was like, mm, I gotta get points here. I gotta get this crowd fired up again because it was lifeless. Oh my god. I mean, okay, so let's get through this. Yeah, sorry. Fourth, no, I, I, because I, you said something about the crowd, and I need to come back to that because, uh, I, yeah, I, I can't believe the some of the stuff. But so, so fourth down, they're in the shotgun, and and they they run essentially, a, basically, the Philly special. Uh, it was literally like it was literally the Lansdale Can- Cannoneers lined up to do the Philly special. It it's was like it's like imposters trying to run the Philly special. In some like in Madden, where the, like a seven-year-old did the X's and O's, and it like was a disaster. My, that's uh, your fourth. That's your fourth and goal play. My brother-in-law, he said something pretty, pretty smart, and I, I just wasn't in the moment. I was so upset, but he's like, "Listen, <laughs> if <laughs> if uh, Greg <laughs> Ward is in there, and he's never in there." What, what do you think the defense is going to go? Oh, that's going to be a special package. He was a quarterback <laughs> in college. So then he's like, he, they taught him out there. You know, they're like, oh, this is fun. Oh, let's do this. And it just was so bad. And listen, if you're Greg Ward and you don't have anywhere to pass it, guess what, buddy? Tighten that chin strap up and dive forward. At least make an effort to get to the end zone. You don't throw that ball out of the end zone. That's infuriating. I know. And, then, and I know. that was it, man. Once once you don't score there, you lose the stadium and and you lost everyone watching at home because it turned into a snooze fest. Because you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is not good. So it's only a matter of time before we see Trey Lance. I mean, he did what he needed to do to win that game, but you know, he had a career he had a career uh, rushing day, eleven attempts for twenty yards. <laughs> Never, never had. I don't think he's ever had more than three rushes in a game. I think that's the stat I read. I could be wrong, but you know. Well, I'll tell you what. When I saw Greg Ward throw that ball into the fifth row, uh, uh behind fifth the end, behind the end zone, I saw. Right in the beak? I, <laughs> I saw. I saw the souls lift from all of the players on the offense, and then in in the subsequent drive. Five plays later, I saw all the souls of the defense leave their bodies when Brandon Graham was uh, lifeless, essentially, with his leg dangling and, you know, waves off the cart because he doesn't want to go out like that, which I I appreciate, which is big ups to you because take the cart. I can't, dude, I can't imagine what it's like rupturing your Achilles. Uh, Yeah. Oh. Brutal, dude. Terrible. And, and it sucks, man. I love Brandon Graham, dude. Yeah, no, I mean, and he's, again, he looked like he was going to be on pace for another standout year. And that's, <laughs> I mean, you want you can say what you want about Fletcher Cox, and, and I, I won't argue with you. 
You know what I mean? I think Flexer Cox is the heart and soul, but I'm not sure Brandon Graham's not one A or one. You know what I mean? I I think you can rotate those two, and you know you lose a big part of it. You know, and everyone's like, oh, Flexer Cox is or Cox. <laughs> Cox is uh, you know, he's done. He's washed up. He's still taking, you, you know, he's still taking double teams constantly. Oh yeah, so, all the time. And there was tons of plays where, you know, they would point out on the replay. They were like, look at Cox, make this play, that play. And, like, he looked good, man. And it's a shame because we're not going to, you know, no way he comes back this year. He's, what, 33, 34. He's in that upper age of your Achilles could be a career ender. You I mean, you you hope not. And, I mean, if anyone can come back from that, it's, it's, it's BG, right? He's got the uh, tenacity to do that. Yeah, he's but, 30, 33 now. I mean... He'll be 34 next year. Um, it's tough, man. It's a tough injury to take right now for him. I mean, I, I hope I hope it works out. I hope he comes back. I love Brandon Graham, um, but damn, uh, like I mean, listen to me. I feel <laughs> I feel like my soul's like sucking out a little bit right now. Like it's just like it takes the wind right out of you, dude, to to dare, see something like that. Dare I say it feels almost and totally different teams, but Jason Peters' injury, Super Bowl year. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not sitting here saying they're a Super Bowl team, but the makeup starting to take the season, you know, kind of the similar way. You know, no one really thinks they have anything. They were playing a great game, and like we talked about, it just, you know, pieces. You got to win those games if they're there to take them, you know, and they just didn't do it. They didn't do enough, and, you know, I think that's, you know, that comes back to the play calling. It... <sighs> I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know uh, Sirianni took Doug's uh, mm. <laughs> visor out of the locker room and mm. put that bad boy on because it, it was, was not. It was not to to recall something from last week. He did not have the passionate visor on this week, nah, bro. He, he had his he had his dull work visor on. That <laughs> so, that oh man, so that dri- so the drive that took the offense's soul, and then the Niners come out and take the defense's soul and give up. The defense gives up a ninety-seven yard four minute drive that just is a dagger right into your gut and takes the lead literally seconds before halftime. And you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. You can't, you just really would hope that that they could have got a stop there. And I mean, everything was kind of working. I mean, Jimmy looked bad in those first couple of drives there. I mean, honestly, I wrote this down and I was surprised because I mean, I was feeling hype. I said, first, first three series were three and outs. I mean, Defense looked like they were there, and I don't think the defense played poorly in any way. I don't think the offense gave them enough time to even, you know, breathe on the sidelines. You know, <laughs> they were constantly on the field. I mean, I, I don't even know how many snaps they ended up running, but um, yeah, it was a lot. I mean, the the, the defense the defense played above and beyond, you know, the call. I mean, honestly, uh, I just the the. This is this game was not. I mean, I I hate going through like, oh, who's to blame for the game? It's not about really blame. It's just the defense, you know, took a lot of heat. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And and listen, they stood up. I mean, they only gave up. They gave up less than two hundred yards to uh, Jimmy G. Um, you know, no one hundred yard receiver. Uh, close. close though. Close. He was ninety three yards. Um, yeah. you know. Um. Not a lot of rushing yards to individual. Um, well, you can also look at the whole. I mean, look at both wide receiver corps, right? You had Debo, and then the rest of it's atrocious, right? You know, no one was over five yards on the Niners. Oh, I'm sorry, twenty. 
yeah, thank you. Twenty one. Yeah. And then if you take if you take Watkins out for the Eagles, mm. where was anyone? Yo, it was bad, dude. And if you take that ninety one, I know you don't this isn't how fucking stats work. You don't just oh take it away. But wow. you know, theoretically, you, you, you take can that take them away when you're arguing a point. Okay. Yeah, I'm so, so you take away, away, yeah, you take away that ninety one yarder to to Watkins. Hey, Hertz has 80, uh, 80, like 98 yards or 91 yards or something, 99 yards, whatever it is. And that's it for the game. That's, ooh. it just, it felt, it felt like <laughs> no one was available on either side of the ball for the wideouts. And, well, where, dude, okay, wideouts, where the fuck were the tight ends? They're dead. Like they're dead. You know, I was I was saying I was like, well, maybe this is what the Eagles wanted to do with like Goddard and Ertz and be like, well, what, hide them in the closet so they don't play anymore, with them? so they don't have to pay them. Because <laughs> you know, oh. Goddard's going to get a decent contract, and I think he's going to turn it on eventually. And I think Ertz is still good. He's not, you know, he's not 115 catches. You know, yeah, that's that's way way gone. And now he has COVID, so I don't even think he can play next week. COVID. And I think that I think the birds are 100% vaxxers. So, um, yeah, you know, it's not a, it's not that situation, but, uh, Hey, COVID list, you know, so got it. Let's fucking go. It's still going to affect, you know, the league, you know, obviously, even if everyone's vaccinated, but I I don't know, they got to get those tight ends in there some way or somehow. And, you know, again, it, everything I think that you're going to hear today, is circling back the uh, to Sirianni's play calling. It was terrible. Oh, okay. So talk about terrible. That first drive in the third quarter when they get the ball. What the fuck? I mean, they might as well just been like, "Yo, guys, this is cool. You guys just take the ball. Uh, we're good." Was That's it- what it looked like. They went three and out. Horrible, horrible. I mean, three horrible plays, and and the third one. It's third and long. It's like desperation heave. Like, which, which goes back to what you were saying in the beginning, right? Like in Atlanta, we didn't have one ball thrown over 25, and here we are, six, seven, you know, six of them. And I don't know. It's not concerning. And listen, you can easily say that Kyle Shanahan outcoached um, Sirianni, and that's okay. Kyle Shanahan's a great coach. Oh, absolutely. No, 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 no 100%. I think that if I think I would be more like, can you believe Sirianni outcoached Kyle Shanahan? Like this was always my prediction for this week was that he was going to get outcoached. Right. We have, I think we have a better team. He got outcoached. It wasn't very close. I thought maybe it would have been like outcoached by a little bit, but it was, was it 80, 20, 90, 10 outcoached? I mean, you could argue that point. Yeah. I just felt like I mean they they were just so one dimensional. They just la- last week I felt like they had a couple different rope a dope type deals. They had some bubble stuff. They had some quick screens. They were they had a decent running game. They had they had a lot of different stuff working, and they were they were mixing it up. I think they got a little scared in this game, and I think that they were like they, they kind of panicked, and they were like, "Fuck, we got we can't move on this defense like consistently small chunks. So we need to get big chunks." And I think that's what happened. I think that they were looking at trying to grab big chunks and it just didn't work out. I mean, they wow. had a drive that next drive that they had in the third quarter. Um, it was basically all hurry up and it was basically all running. 
you had it was it was incredible, dude. You had um you had Sanders for three plays in a row, seven yards, six yards, six yards. Like Hurt scrambles for thirteen. I mean, like you had, and then they and then they take Sanders out and put Gainwell in, and it's like, what are you doing, dude? Ride the guy, ride the guy. Yeah. I don't know. I, I get it. Like, listen, I'm just being it. I'm being a little crummy little bitch today because I'm just, <laughs> I don't, I, I just, <laughs> I don't understand it sometimes, and maybe like uh, you know. I'm not a fucking NFL coach. That's fine. But like, if you got to if you see a guy that's, that's slicing up a D that you can't move the ball on with three which, plays which in a row, consistent. but that's consistent for what Miles Sanders does. I mean, again, I, I said this last week in the pod. It's, I think it's more important, you know, yards per carry. I think it's the most important stat for a running back. Of course, people are going to disagree, but again, he was hitting at 4.2, but Guess what? That number could have been a little bit better if we rushed it more than thirteen times with him. You know, come on. And and Sanders, dude, I looked at the, I looked at the ne- at the next gen because I do that. And uh, I am a nerd. It's fine. He had eight carries up the gut. His average per carry up the gut four point eight yards per carry. And what does that do? What does that do for the next down? It makes it that much easier to run whatever you want. Get your tight ends involved. Oh wait, we don't get them involved apparently. <laughs> How are they so, not seeing that? Like, we got to get on that, guys. Come on. Let's go. I don't know. And <clears throat> we know what Goddard can do. Let's let him do it. You know, he had that. He had Goddard had that catch at the goal line there where I thought, you know, he was going to get in for the touchdown. It was fine. But, I mean, that was a heck of a grab. You, the guy can ball. Let's get him the ball and let's let him do what he needs to do. But, oh, they got him the ball in the blocked field goal. <laughs> <laughs> he almost got it first down. I know. Uh, I think, honestly, I think what ended up happening, and <laughs> I think we came out and we were the, the Eagles were hyped, right? First sold-out game in, at the link yep. in, I think, it was, was it 2019 maybe or 18? And, um, you know, first game in a year, over a year where people were allowed in. And I think, I think Sirianni saw, oh, we've missed a few chances here, so now I'm going to abandon this playbook. And really get the fans, you know, into this game, but it just never really worked out until what five thirty left in the fourth quarter when it's just a little late. Um, I wanted to go back and touch on one thing that I think we're not talking about, and we should. Do you know what uh, Greg Kittle's stat line was? Kittle, not good. And what that means to me is is that we we outplayed Greg Kittle, who, in my opinion, is the best tight end in the NFL. He had four catches for 17 yards. Yeah, not you're not wrong there, but you know what you know what's not in that stat line? His the, the hellacious fucking blocks that he was laying down. Yeah, like, I mean, and I'm not arguing that fact. All I'm suggesting- But no, you're 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 spot on. They took him out of the game. And and listen, if that was the defensive game plan to shut down Kittle at, because and make him go to somebody else, I mean then okay props listen to you like you said the defense did not have a bad game and to take out the premier basically one of the top premier tight ends in the game take him away i mean that's 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 massive it's 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 something that we haven't had in a while you know uh good corners and good safeties i like harris i think he's a baller man he he was all over the field you Mm -hmm. know so 
they they have the pieces. I don't think this is a um I don't think this is a panic and and listen, they're not going undefeated. No no team in my lifetime is going undefeated. And you know, I'll probably die and literally the next season they'll well, one will go undefeated. One did. <laughs> they lost the Super Bowl, but they did go undefeated. <laughs> that doesn't count. You gotta win the Super Bowl. Okay. What, what good's an undefeated season if you don't win the prize at the end? Well, yeah, okay, that's fair. You're not undefeated if you lose the game. Here's second place, you losers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, they were going to lose, right? They're going to lose games, and it's okay. It's just the manner how they lost it. And just, I don't know. I'm beating a dead horse. I'm beating a drum. It's it's just the play calling for me was baffling. And I guess I we know. should expect it, right? You know, second second game. And- yeah, and listen, like I, I, this isn't like a bail. This isn't like a bail on Sirianni. Uh, you know, this is not that this is, this is a Niners team. That is, that is like a legit team. They lost their starting running back. If they didn't lose their starting running back, this could have been a completely different conversation. That would be even, even, even bleaker, most likely. Um, because you know, most was turned into, I don't know if I could call him a stud, but he was legit and, you know, yeah. So, you know, they did a good job. They played They played a decent game. The defense, the offense was uh, scatterbrained and not not in there. I know that the Niners' defense is decent, pretty good. So, I mean, what do you hold against them? The play calling was hor- horrendous. You didn't well, make enough adjustments. I mean, you got you, when you see something that's good and then you don't, you know, continue to try to mix it in. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. Well, and it goes back to like, do you want your head coach calling plays, right? Do you want your head coach managing the clock and timeouts and all that stuff, or do you want him calling plays? And you know, right now I'm fine with it. You know, it's it's not something that's concerning. We got to see what he can do. You know, I don't think he's I don't think he's ego driven where he's going to be like, no, these are my plays. I come up with these. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't seem like that kind of guy. No, and I I think they'll figure it out and. You know, I, I do have something that's probably not going to get, you know, the hype that it probably deserves. But listen, special teams looks good. And I've been worried about Jake Elliott for a couple of years. He looks like he's back to Super Bowl Jake Elliott, you know, when Marvin Lewis was like, well, we caught him for a reason, you know, and then he got fired. So that's always funny to me when I think about that <laughs> stuff. But and then our punter. Hey, hey, buddy. Yo. Give he yeah, give good. give give old Cpos Cpos uh, uh, a, a shout out. You know, four punts, two hundred and four yards, and the punter for Washington or Washington for uh, <laughs> San Fran had five punts for two two twenty six. So, I mean, he was you know that's a one less punt to or one more punt to get what twenty two whipping out yards. Some, whipping out some boots. I just I was impressed with that, and you know. I don't <laughs> – what the hell happened on that first punt where, you know, the guy catches it, throws it into, like, the – in the five, and this this dumb motherfucker, whoever <laughs> – who is that? I got to – I'm going to have to tweet him and tell him you should pay attention. He'll probably block you. Well, they all do. Um, I don't remember who that was, but he comes in. Like, he's, like, a thousand miles per hour. <laughs> And he just is like, nah, we don't want this. And throws it into the end zone. And then he's like pounding the ground like, what the fuck? (laughs) I have a flat tire. (laughs) Um, All he had to do, literally, the ball was going to rest itself. It was going to settle. All he had to do was just literally leave it. 
or just like how about like hop around the ball maybe like <laughs> you know like no there was no Niners player that's gonna pick that ball up put the brakes yeah. on maybe I don't know fuck yeah I don't know. disappointing but hey and, man we live we live to see another day and um you know listen not a, not all negative not all negative like there's some stuff we can take from this game listen the defense held their own they're gonna keep they're gonna keep this team in games. So, well, I think that, that's that's I mean, we already knew that, but they just proved it this weekend. I think you're going to get a big boost from Hargraves. Um, oh, I yes. like that. He, he said a, uh, he had a Brandon Graham type hit. It, it was going to set the tone. And then I think that, you know, we kind of got a little lost in that. But he had a nice hit to open the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, Cox, I mean, your line's good. The, the D is good. You know, I think. My concern now is the shift on the other side of the line is Brandon Brooks. Is he, I mean, what are we doing? Is he done? I, I mean, not done, but I mean, he's literally made a glass. Literally. I don't know. I was looking at his, I was looking at his history, uh, you know, and it, like in the stat lines, he doesn't look horrible, but I mean, I feel, I feel, I felt the same way when, when, when I was like, what, where's Brooks? And then he's out like, why is Dickerson in there? And then I'm like, oh my God, Brooks is out again. Strained, strained pectoral muscle, like something weird. Hey, I, I, I was told something when I started getting into like, you know, your career, right? You can, you can be as good as your job as, as you possibly, you could be the best in the world, right? But you know what the best thing about being an employee is, is being on time and being there, right? Just mm-hmm. showing up is the most important stat of anything. And, for three years, it feels like eh, we don't have that much with Brooks. Um, I think his contract's up at the end of this year, or maybe he has one more. I don't know. I mean, he'd have to come back from that pec injury. I think. I mean, I've never torn my pec. I, I don't know how long is that. Six weeks? It's got to be right. I, mean, I think it was a strain. Painful. I don't think it was a tear. So that's, oh, okay, so that's good. Good, but, but still, um, all right, so we'll call it four to six weeks. So show me something in those four to six weeks that you can be durable and. I don't even need him to be elite. He just needs to be good, you know. So yeah, well, either that or 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 unless Dickerson shows something, then uh, I, uh, I guess we got a new right guard. I think you're going to be surprised, honestly. Listen, Alabama. man, that dude, that dude was legit in Alabama. I have no, I have no problems with that dude coming in. Like, yeah, let's go. Agreed. Um, <laughs> I just I get nervous about it. I get nervous about the injuries. It, it seems to happen to him, especially, you know, and even even Lane looked a little old. It looked a little. I mean, listen, Lane's good, right? Like, I'm not. Uh, I love Lane. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he looked like a man that's had ankle surgery who is 31. So, yeah, that's fair. I can't, so, can't I disagree with that. So we but, look ahead. So we look ahead to next week. And uh, we have the old Cowboys on, on Monday. the on the horizon on Monday Night Football. Boo, <laughs> boo! So, so I Cowboys. <laughs> it's and it's down. It's down uh, in Dallas, and uh, you know the Cowboys are four point favorites. That is a true line. I did not fuck that one up this week. I promise. Shocking. Uh, <laughs> Cowboys are four point favorites, and I actually think that line's light, uh, in my opinion. Um, but I guess wow. the I guess that line tells you that they're giving the Eagles defense some respect, man. They they're lucky to win that game yesterday. So Yeah, oh hundred percent. I mean, 
you you had Zeke uh, again. You know, not Zeke is not Zeke. All right, and he might be he might be still okay, but he's not he's he, not what's. Did you hear what he said? Oh God! No, he said he said all you all you idiots that don't know football should maybe idiots. learn football if you think that I didn't have a good game. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's not oh, all okay. about stats, Dave. Oh, okay. Well, guess what? Pollard, uh, Pollard it, ran it, for way more yards. It kind of literally is about stats because if you don't score, you don't win. So <laughs> Zeke, uh, yeah, Zeke had less yards than Pollard. I mean, I don't know. Dak was solid. He didn't have any touchdown passes, I don't think, from what I remember. But um, you know, Dak had a solid game, not an, not like a crazy off the charts impressive game. But I, I just <clears throat> the Cowboys are good, and th- you know, this is going to be. This is going to be not maybe not an equal test, but it's a huge division win uh, division game. And I mean, you go you go into Dallas. If you can go into Dallas and shock them and win this game. I mean, that's a statement. Hey, guess who's week four, buddy? I know. I know week four is. So you have to. I mean, you can't lose both of these. But you know what you just said? You know what you just said? I hope that they don't fucking know who week four is, because I'll tell you what, if they know who week four is, they're going to get their asses fucking handed on Monday night. No, I agree with you, but I'm just saying, you know, you got to split those two games. Now, it'd be better to beat Dallas, obviously, divisional-wise, but, um, I mean, Kansas City look vulnerable. That Kansas but, City game doesn't mean anything to us. You know that. Well, I know, but you can't go one and three. Oh, yeah, you can't lose both. It, yeah, I mean, it means a lot <laughs> if you look at it that way. From that way, and, yeah. And, you know, big old Andy coming back, you know? A big red, man. So, yeah, I mean, Eagles, Eagles plus four. Um, mm, mm, it's snacky. I think I kind of like it. I like the, I think I like the Eagles plus four here as of right now. Ugh, I'm staying away from the Eagles. That's fair. That's fair. So yeah, Cowboys this week. Let's see how, let's see how they bring. Um, I don't know. We'll see <laughs> peaks and valleys, dude. Peaks um, and valleys. We'll see where we come out. So we're a little, I think we're a little, uh, a little all over the place today. So hopefully people uh, don't mind that too much, but um, so they signed Josh Sweat, right? They signed him before the game, I think. Again, yeah, so two weeks straight. Malata, shout out to Malata because he looked really good against Bosa. I mean, Hell really yeah. good. Lockdown. So that's that's promising. I know Bosa had two sacks, both of them against Lane Johnson. Um, so I liked Malata, but Josh Sweat, <laughs> he had less snaps than Ryan Kerrigan. Yeah, what is up with that? I, d- I mean, listen, no disrespect to Ryan Kerrigan. He was an Eagles killer. Um, yeah. And, and I don't think he had a bad game. I just don't want Ryan Kerrigan in there in those situations. You sign this man to a lot of money. Let's get him going. Let's well, And he's a playmaker. Him. I mean, he's, he's yeah. proven that he's a playmaker. So, And then the other thing that kind of stood out for me which, you know, was all this hubbub about, you know, who's the tight end? Who, you know, is it Ertz's team? Is it Goddard's team? Goddard played one more snap than him. So 37 to 36 snaps. It's just. It's a split team, man. There's, there's nobody's team. You got to make a decision. Someone's got. Because they're not running a two tight end set. I mean, when they do, it's rare. So I don't know. It They got to figure out what their identity wants to be. And I, I'm good. I'll jump on the ship with them, whatever they want to do. But they need to figure something out. They need to figure it out quickly because, like you just said, 
Monday means a lot. I know it's week three, and I I get it. I understand it's not you know week fifteen with if you win this or lose this, you're out of the divisional race. You know, but it still matters. These games against the NFC East are always difficult. It's any divisional game. They need to come out and they need to have an identity. You know, Dallas doesn't have any real fans down there, so it shouldn't be <laughs> too crazy. But they just need to come out and do something. Pick a pick a tight end. I would almost rather have it be, you know, probably Goddard high 40s and Ertz, you know, high 20s. You know, that would be – I would feel more comfortable in that situation. But – Yeah. I mean, yeah, we don't I even mean, know if Ertz can play now because I don't know what the protocol is for COVID. I guess mm. it's two negatives. I think I think what I read was that he was in close, close proximity of a family member or something. Hmm. So fucking COVID, man. <laughs> well, it's gonna be here for the time. It's not being. going anywhere. That's for damn sure. No. Well, uh, <clears throat> we had some other pretty uh meaningful football in the state of Pennsylvania rah, on, rah, rah, rah. On, on Saturday night. And let me tell you what, son, Penn State came to fucking play. The whiteout was lit. That was that was I love the whiteout. My God, it, t- it gives me so so many awesome memories. The whiteout, but the whiteout is is a fantastic, and they, you know what? Other people from like around the country probably like hate that the that the like Kirk Herb Street and that they're like they're like basically having a jo session to the whiteout. But dude, if you're not if you're not in the whiteout, if you're not if, if you're not if you've never experienced the whiteout, you just don't understand how electric that shit is, man. Wow. I, I <laughs> all right, so I don't want to give him any props, um, but Jake, uh, you know, he's a Notre Dame fan, so his his opinions don't matter at all. But <laughs> he he did say something to me, and I mean, I get it. He's sitting there, he's saying, "You guys are celebrating beating the sixth best team in the SEC." <laughs> okay, that's fine. But, but if they were in the if they were in the Big Ten, what what number are they? Yeah, that's true. I mean, and the other thing too is, and we talked about this before. It's it's just shout out to Jake by the way. What? Shout out to Jake by the way. Yeah, yeah, that's a good dude right there. But I I know they're not from Philly, blah 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 blah. But it just wraps into like the mantra that I've felt for the last. I mean, I'm sure you have too for almost a decade. Just like they, everyone that I root for loses these stupid games that they shouldn't be losing. And Penn State is notorious for losing to like a shitty Iowa team or a shitty Indiana team. And Auburn was a good test for them. And I mean, we were bashing Clifford, you know, two weeks in a row now. And I think, you know, even when we hopped on this call, I was just like, yeah, he, he was all right. But then you showed me the stat line and I mean, yeah, he played really, really well. He was, he was fucking lights out, dude. And, that's, and he, and that's what you're going to get with him, right? Is he going to be a guy that's going to lead you or is he going to be a guy that hinders you, you know? At this point, I think I'm convinced that he's oh, the no. dog. And Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm convinced. You're he's not ready got to admit that. He's got it uh, uh, for the year. Yeah, I mean, you're not benching him, right? I get your point. Yeah, he, I mean, he's a redshirt senior. Like he's this is it. I'm still not. I'm still not sold. All right. But, you're not sold on 28 for of 32 for 280 and two touchdowns against Auburn on national TV in the whiteout. You're not. You're not convinced. You're not sold. The sixth best best SEC team. 
I don't fucking care if they're the 12th best fucking whack team. He looked like a fucking stud. And he was delivering balls, dude. Nah, I'm, I'm trolling the shit out of you right now. <laughs> I know, I know. It's all good. It's all good. But, and and um, listen, man, I hear you. I, I I I get I get that people are slow to commit on on Clifford. I I've been I've been the same. But last on Saturday night, he showed me something. That's yeah. all I'm saying. And and I I agree with you. I don't think the moment was too big for him. I felt like he. It almost looked like the man needs a whiteout every week to really like get the juices going for him, you know. Like that's a good point, actually. He he looked good. I mean, there's there's no other way to just you know to state it. Um, you know, I don't I don't really have many complaints from that game at all, besides the refs. And oh would, my god, dude! Do you I have do you have do you have, do you have the notes on the refs because it was. It was fucking atrocious. So in not in not in any particular order, but the ones that you know that I can think of was the intentional grounding on Bo Nix, which he was still in the pocket. So that's <laughs> terrible. Um, you have the fourth and one when uh, the refrigerator Perry run happened, and there's no whistle in sight. And now he got stuffed. Don't get me wrong; he was done. Right, but they did not blow the whistle, man. No, no whistle blew, and then now he's three yards past the first down line, right. and they're like. Nah. <laughs> By the way, that ref crew was an SEC crew. Just saying, and and we'll get into uh, make sure we touch back on the problem in college football, and you know I'll get back into that. And then you have uh, you have the uh, what intentional grounding, which I've never. I mean, <laughs> I'm 31 years old, and I've never seen that in my entire life. Like, there's never been anything more clear. Than what he was trying to do there, and to just come running onto the well, clearly, field. he was trying to throw the ball away because he was in duress, Kenny. Yeah, well, he was. There was tackling. no pass rush, literally, and he, the guy he throws the ball to a spot where the receiver was supposed to be. I mean, that's intentional just, grounding. Are you kidding me? No, that and then the one that really just set me off like a fucking firework. How your job? Can you imagine your job is to just change the little down marker? Right, <laughs> like your job is to literally flip a switch and make it go up or down, right? <laughs> and you go third down. Oh no, they run the second down, and it says third down. So you just totally <laughs> missed it. And then J- James Franklin's like, "Dude, what the hell?" And everyone's just like, "Nah, it's fourth. You know, it's fourth. Don't worry. <laughs> it's third down. They punt on third down, and then you know, obviously." You know how we feel about Twitter. It's, it's toxic, and I'm I'm oh. here for it. I love it, but I go on there, and people are like, "The refs didn't make them punt; they punted on their own." Yeah, right. Like, what are they like, supposed to do? They, Jane Franklin was sprinting up the sideline, like, "Yo, it is not fourth down; it is third down. What are you guys doing? Nothing, nothing. Crickets chirping. It's, it it was it was embarrassing, and I think I do remember. Penn State had one play where um, they got away with something. I don't. It obviously wasn't that big, and I'm not saying that just because I, you know, I root for Penn State. There was something that happened where I was like, Ugh, "That one kind of hurts," you know, for Auburn, of course. But it didn't outweigh anything. But the problem with the yes, the the problem with college football right now is two things, and unrelated, obviously. But Alabama is going to get whoever they want, and I'm going to say this every week: it's Alabama's college college football and we're all just trying to get a piece of the pie and number two is they don't have and this blows my mind for all the money that the ncaa makes and it's a lot of money they don't have a ref union 
They just they just pick up dudes that do high school games. They do <laughs> they do they, they may be doing softball on Friday night and then they come on over Saturday and decide they want to, you know, throw a flag around. I just I cannot I just cannot understand that. And if you're gonna have a big game, and I don't know how you would judge that, right? Like I don't know where you judge that or how you judge that. Right. But you gotta get a different crew if that's what you're gonna do. You know, if you're gonna and listen. I'm not sitting here saying that the NCAA is rigged and that the SEC crew, it's just, it's ironic enough that they're from the SEC and they called a shit game. They should be, if they should have a review committee that does every game. And if you have like, I don't know, a blunder, like two major blunders, you should lose your game check. You don't get paid. (laughs) And then maybe people will start making the right, right calls because I mean, even in the NFL, I mean, they're, my buddy just texted me. There was another insane intentional grounding call, I guess, tonight. Okay. Um, so so what is that? That's four botched intentional groundings just in the games that we watched, you know? Yeah. So uh, there's a problem going on, and each crew is doing this. And, you know, who I hate the most is that uh, Terry Correnti. He did the well, Dallas game. The other, the other huge problem is the taunting penalties, and that's like starting to go around on Twitter. Have you seen the Have you seen the montages of no, of taunting penalties? <laughs> no, you should uh, just ret- retweet that from the page so we can. Watch oh my that. god, it's it's um it's unbelievable, it's unbelievable. But yeah, so Penn State, dude, huge huge dub. I mean, it can't it can't be. Uh, tell Jake to stop. To, tell him to tell him to go hug his cone, and uh. You know, let's let's go let's go Penn State. But yo, it's next right. week Notre Dame will get into the Final Four and get blown out by Ohio State every time. <laughs> so go Irish. So so next so next week, uh, Penn State, big 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 mountain. Um, that that uh, Villanova University, they're three and zero. Come on, <laughs> I'm not even. Uh, you can say what you want about me, but I'm probably not going to make effort to watch that game. <laughs> there's not, a, there's not even a line available on that game, so yeah. I can't fuck that up. Um, there, I, I'm sure there will be a line, maybe on some site, but uh, as of right now, I I haven't found a line. I would probably think it would probably be like 38 or something, 42, maybe something like I that. I wanted to um, touch on two things real quick. Um, Lukta, stud. I, oh my god! We're going to be talking him. about Luke to every week because yeah, that dude—he's he always around the ball. You know, he had six tackles, uh, eight, two assists, so eight—you know—impactful plays. And I just felt like every time I looked at him, the man was flying around, and I and I loved it. And then you got to talk about um, Dotson, what ten catches? Oh, oh my god! He's that good. dude is that dude's <laughs> stud. He's a stud. He's really good. It's exciting to see that too because you know what we saw last year to this year is great. No, no, I'm here for it. You know, the thing that sucks about Dotson is that he's a senior. <laughs> yeah, they kind of, you know, not that they wasted him. Like, how can you waste him? But I'll tell you yeah. what, though. Someone else showed a little bit um, um, the tight end, Strange. Yes. Um, you know, he's a, he's a redshirt sophomore, and he so he's going to be around. And, uh, man, he looked good, dude. He looked hey, good, too. Hey, James Franklin, are you a friend of the podcast? Because you listened to us. We said get the tight ends involved and yeah, think boy. good things would happen. And, you know, I felt good. I mean, Noah Kane didn't have a great game, but he didn't need to have a great game because that wasn't where they were focused, you know, the the game plan. That's right. So all around impressive win. I know, you know, it's not Florida or Alabama. Well, I don't even know how good Florida is right now, but, well, they took Alabama to the final seconds. Yeah. So it's not those top tier SEC schools, but 
a team like Penn State normally loses those games or finds a way to, and I didn't feel that way for the first time in a while. So no, and it was yeah. it was interesting that you say that because I'm watching that game and I, and like the fourth quarter rolls around and like um, Auburn was knocking. I mean they they scored. I think it was 21 to 20. Uh, yeah. Penn State still had the lead, but Auburn had some momentum, and you could feel you could feel it. And Penn State, but but when Penn State came out came back out on the field, I was like. Man, they fucking they're fucking confident. They're they're gonna yeah. win this game. Like I that was it's been a while since I've had that feeling when I watch Penn State. Uh I've probably gone back, man, maybe to like even Daryl Clark when I was that confident like that. Maybe McSorley made me feel you that mean way. Watching a bit. Redskins great Daryl Clark? No. No, the Penn State Daryl Clark. <laughs> yeah, he got he got drafted by Washington Redskins. Like, I know, I, but that's I not what I run around. I used to run around IUP like, dude, he's gonna be legit, <laughs> the world's greatest quarterback. Yeah, but, but that's. I mean, it was it was awesome to see them come out and just have confidence and just be like, no, no more fuckers, we're winning this game, and they fucking did. They went right down the field and scored a touchdown, and that sealed the game, twenty eight twenty, and um, that's it. They move on this week, Villanova. Looking to go, looking to go four and zero. I don't think that's going to be <laughs> much of an issue. Uh, and then, you know, the week after that, they have the old Indiana coming that's, into town. That's the game, man. That's the game where they'll they'll, they'll, they'll fudge it up if they're going to do it. If they beat Indiana, I feel good about the rest of the season because they're gonna they're gonna split with Ohio State, Iowa, some way or somehow. So. Let's let's get to Indiana, get through Indiana, and uh, well, we can't overlook Villanova, right? They they took, they 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 crushed Lehigh, so I mean, they well, got hope. <laughs> Listen, I'm not overlooking them, but I'm just saying, you know, yeah, it's okay. not. It's, it shouldn't even be on the schedule. Um, just put it up as a buy. And I can't wait till they lose, and then we're I'm eating T-shirts again. Hey, listen, I hope they don't fucking lose, but I mean, I guess anything's possible, right? Hey, Dave, you want to talk about how your Phillies just lost to the fucking Orioles? Oh, Two-nine. okay. They didn't even they didn't even get a run. So, <laughs> forty seven and one hundred two Orioles. They lost to the Orioles. Mm. So, so the Take Orioles never win any games, right? Oh, uh, here we go. Yeah, it's just a fucking Phillies guy. Where's the Phillies guy? <laughs> Listen, I, I don't understand people. They're like, they're playing the Orioles, and now they're going to, and I, they, I can't lose any games. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, how can you ever lose a game if to the Orioles? If you're a playoff team, you got to sweep the Orioles. They're garbage. Okay. Yeah, you can't lose to the Orioles. You can't lose to the Pirates. You can't lose to. You know, you can't lose to anybody else. Like, come on, Marlins. dude. The Marlins. <laughs> no, but go ahead. I mean, you had a pretty good line. I mean, they did they did well, you know. So listen, I, I I agree. It sucks that they lost tonight. And by the way, we're recording on Monday night this year this week. So oh, yeah, uh, that's right. it, so they just lost Monday night to uh the Orioles to nothing. Uh and Ranger Ranger gave up the deuce and th- in the first inning, and then they didn't give up any runs for the rest of the game. And I mean, you can you can look at that as promising two runs. You you should hopefully win that game, right? Yeah, I mean, that's, listen, it's a bad loss, two nothing to the Orioles. That's horrendous. But um, last week was a little bit better for the Phils. I mean, um, Sunday to Sunday they went four and three uh, after that awful series to the Rockies, where they 
you know, they took one of four, which was horrible. Uh, they came back and took two or three from the Cubs, took two or three from which, the Mets, which was huge. Which um, they, they did not look good in that loss to the Cubs. So, I mean, I even, you know, I texted you and I said, you know. Yeah. I, if you guys don't know this, Dave, Dave and I have this uh, pretty heated Phillies <laughs> argument. I think they're, I think they're dog shit for yeah. a decade. And Dave, Dave likes the progress. People, Dave likes the progress. I do. I oh, listen. I can't argue that they haven't been dog shit for ten years. They haven't made the playoffs. They haven't done this. They haven't done that. Fine. Yeah, I can't argue that. If, if we're gonna talk about making the playoffs, it's fucking harder to make the playoffs in baseball. So that has to be a fucking factor. It has to be. A factor. Oh, oh my God. If I hear this one more time, I'm going to throw myself in the Schuylkill. <laughs> I'm going to literally strap the dogs to me and we're all going to go out. Listen, I'm not saying that they're amazing. All I'm saying is that they're making progress. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm so excited to be 82 and fucking 80. That's the great progress. <laughs> Jerk. Hey, if they go 82 and 80, I'll be $50 richer. Oh, shut up. Uh, so, yeah, so they went four and three this past week. Uh, took a one of four from the Rockies, two or three from the Cubs, two or three from the Mets. But uh, some crazy standout performers this week uh, in the, on at the plate. Not Bryce Harper. That's not a shocker. He led the, he led the team with – he batted 435 this week uh, with an OPS of 152. Huh. That is just, it's off the charts. Stupid. I have I have two major man crushes in Philadelphia. It's Bryce Harper and Claude Giroux. And we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll argue about Claude when that time comes in about 25 days. But I, I love everything about Bryce Harper. I really do. Down to everything he does, I think he does it well and he cares. And that's the big thing. Um, but what else you got? So, yeah. So, I mean, Bryce Harper obviously led the team in, in batting. Who do you think was second? <laughs> I, I don't – I know Segura hit two homers, but I can't imagine he's number you know number two in that. I would say JT, but I'm probably off. You're close. JT was third. Okay. Freddie Galvis, <laughs> second. And he hit – he played every game. He played welcome every game. Back, welcome back. Welcome. Yo, he played every game. He batted 429 and he had a 1.2 OPS. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people were like, oh, great, Freddie Galvez. But I think a lot of, like, when these guys leave Philadelphia, they kind of grow and mature. Look, look at uh, JP Crawford. Look at uh, Hernandez. Yeah. You know, these guys that you're like, ugh. You know, oh, you know who another good one is, and I, I can't believe I'm saying this name is uh, Darren Ruff. You know, these guys leave the Phillies, and this is just this is what happens. You know, when you're just a you know a 500 team, people just become better. So it's not surprising that Freddie came back and was better. I think when they traded for him, everyone's like, it's just fucking Freddie Galvez. But I think I think it was good, and I'm surprised that he was second on the team over that stretch. But you know, that's a nice little surprise. You know? Yeah, I mean he's he's having a career high uh, season this year this year on on with his as far as his batting average. So I mean he's showing improvement. Um, he's not really a huge liability in the field, I don't think. And you know, listen, the fills the fills are in a battle. Whether or not you you like it or whether or not you want to admit the fact that the Phillies are alive right now and they're playing meaningful meaningful baseball in late September, it's true. No, I, I agree. I and I've you know, listen, they're one. two they're two games out. They're two games behind Atlanta. They're three and a half games out of the wild card. 
And listen, it's it's not it's not impossible for them to make the playoffs at this point. Feels, it feels impossible for them to get in on the wild card, though. Just the way the Cardinals have been playing. The I mean, the Padres are just you know tanking apparently, but they're still the Padres. They can turn that around. They just lost yep. Snell though, so that yep. might that's going to hurt them. Do the the Phillies? The Phillies got the Pirates. <laughs> I want to give you a little <laughs> nugget on the Pirates, and Go then. Ahead. Um, this one's pretty good, if you ask me. <clears throat> John Heyman, so MLB, yep, said he's heard the Rays would have given up Chris Archer for any one of the following prospects out of when they did that trade: Austin Meadows, Beast, Trevor Glass, now or Glass now, and Shane was it Bo- uh, Buys? I don't know. Buys. They got they got all three. <laughs> so, wow. The Rays would have taken any one of those players, but the Pirates were like, nah, have them all. Chris Archer is <laughs> I mean, Chris Archer was good, but he's not I mean, that's that's Max Scherzer level return. You know what I mean? That's and that's that's an insane nugget, honestly. Yeah. No, it really is. So I mean that's good that we got the Pirates coming into town, you know, hopefully, you know, that's a four game what is that, four games? Yeah, I think it is I think it is four games against the Pirates. I mean, um, I think they got three against Baltimore. They got uh, four against the Pirates. They got three against Atlanta, and then three against the Fish. There's dreaded fish. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but now I think um, I don't know. I hope they make the playoffs. I'm not rooting against them. I just you know how uh, I feel. I don't I mean, know. I think I think you are. Oh, well, I think you're stupid too. But you don't. See no, I think you. I think you are. I think you want them to suck. I don't want them to suck. Why would I want them to suck? That makes me miserable. Well, because you don't want to, you don't want to admit that they're improving, so you, that means you want them to suck. Are you are you stupid? <laughs> I I wish we started this podcast like back in fucking July, so we could have argued more about the Phillies. <laughs> Put the screenshots up, and then people. I know, are, seriously. You know, going on. So yeah, listen, man. The Phillies lost tonight. That's okay. They got they come back tomorrow with a bounce back. And hopefully, hopefully they could take two of two of three from from Orioles and uh, you know be be in good position. We'll see. I don't know. Um, hopefully tomorrow's not a bullpen game. <laughs> there's yeah, no there's even... no starter announced yet, so that's probably not great. That's not good. Uh, All but, right, the old hammer is going to come out and pitch an inning. So let's see what the Phils do this week. Uh, next week we're going to know whether or not they have a chance to make the playoffs or not. So we'll find so out. We have we have Cowboys. We have Villanova, Nova. And we have Orioles, Pirates, and that should do it for the week. That's it. That's it. So the last thing that we have to talk about is uh, the old, the old gamble, 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 ramble. Ooh. And uh, and by the way, my bet of the of the weekend. That was a that was a fucking slam dunk. No, it was a stinker. I know it was. I can't. I mean, how was I supposed to know the whole Saints offensive coaches were going to get COVID? Ah, uh, well, no. COVID. That was Ooh, bad. You got a, you got a trash was, bowl. You got the Falcons and the Giants. That was really bad. Tonight, by the way, I tweeted out. I don't know if anybody. I don't, well, no one. I don't know who knows who saw it, but um, I tweeted out the old uh, Aaron Rodgers revenge uh, uh, same game parlay. It was Aaron Rodgers to throw for uh, over 300 yards for three touchdowns and Green Bay win the game. And um, close. It's looking good so far. He's got four touchdowns as of as of this moment. 
Um, three to, to Jones, which is insanity. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, so yeah. So the gambling, the old gambling picks, I have three picks here ready. So I'm going all NFL this weekend. Uh, by oh, the way, geez. last week, Open the door. That's <laughs> last week I went, uh, I went two and one. I had uh, Cincinnati and college football. That was a dub. I had the Giants under, which was a loss, and I had the Bills minus two and a half, which was a squeaking win. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand how that was even a line. <laughs> that this should have been a twenty-eight point line. I, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. Two and a half. Uh, Kenny had the Saints, which obviously was a loss, as we just talked about. Um, but so this, <laughs> so this week I have three plays. Uh, they're all in the NFL. And the first play is the Chargers plus seven. We've got the Chargers plus seven this week. Um, I like. I just like that line. I like the way that it lines up. Um, KC. I don't know. K- Kansas City is not the not the Kansas City that people think they are. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna give up points. They're gonna give up plays, and they're gonna have teams hanging. And this is a division game. I think the Chargers. I think the Chargers hang around, so I'm taking the Chargers plus seven. I like um, that. Yeah, I got uh, the Cardinals. Yeah, minus <laughs> Cardinals minus seven. I think that line is light as hell. I think hey, that uh, line that line should be thirteen or higher. In my thanks, opinion. Urban Myers, for your one year in the NFL. Go enjoy USC. Seriously, bro. <laughs> what in the world, man? I think I think the Raiders line against the Dolphins is low. Minus three and a half. I think the Dolphins or the Raiders are buzzing a little bit. So I know. So when I saw that line, I was like, Ooh, that seems weird, right? That's a weird line. Well, we don't know who's starting for the Dolphins either. Correct. Correct. So yeah, I'll take Arizona minus seven. And then my last play is gonna be the Jets. Jets <laughs> plus Jets plus eleven against Denver. I think that's too many points um for Denver. And I think that this game is going to be closer than people think. All right, toss up, pick them. What do you got, Cowboys or Eagles? Taking, I'm taking the birds, man. I'm taking the birds, and I'm taking the birds in a close one. I think it's going to be like a 24-21 type deal. That's my that's my thoughts. I don't know. I I like the birds. I, they have to bounce back. I think and. There's nothing better than a divisional game in Dallas to do that. So yeah, I mean, I think that this is a huge week for the birds. It's a huge week for Nick Sariani, and um, you know, it's a, it's their first big um, division game, um, which is you know, it's it's important. And uh, you know, I think I I'm hoping that Hertz and Sirianni show up, and you know, let's go twenty four twenty one birds. Let's get it. Yeah, it feels like a good score. I, I just. Yeah, hopefully they win it. Monday night stink. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough, yeah. man. Especially when you got to get up at 445. <laughs> that doesn't help. <laughs> nah, so, but go birds, go state, go Phillies, whatever. Yeah, man. All right, cool. Go birds. Those right, sports well. love and pain week two in the books. I'm Dave. That's Kenny. See we'll you. see you guys. We'll see you guys next week. Later. See you. Yeah. 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 Yeah